Welcome back to another episode of the Floodcast. Today is day 197 of our Bible in Year Challenge, and we are reading from Isaiah, Tobit, and Proverbs. Amazingly, we are taking our last readings from Tobit today. That is from chapters 13 and 14. And I find it very interesting that both the readings of today from Isaiah and from Tobit kind of center around the same thing, which is pretty much talking about a people in exile and the future of those people in exile. So in chapter 11, that is from Isaiah, it talks about the exiled people returning back. So we have been looking at all the prophecies from Isaiah from chapters 1 to chapters 11. We're also going to be seeing so many prophecies from Isaiah about the destruction of the people of Judah and Jerusalem and how they have been disobedient to the commandment of God, how they were supposed to be the chosen people. And they threw that all away and now they're going to be taken captive into exile. But one thing that we can see from this prophecy is that it's not an all bad and all terrible prophecy. There is a good side to what Isaiah has been saying, which is that the people are going to go into exile, yes, but they're not going to remain in exile. They're not going to be abandoned. He also talks about in the in the middle and in the midst of all of this confusion and sadness and sorrow, he talks about a kingdom that is going to come, which is the kingdom of Jesus, which is part of the prophecies that Jesus fulfills as he comes or when he came in the time of the disciples and also when he's going to come at the end of time. And he talks about the fact that at the fulfillment of this kingdom, then all people, all the lost tribes of Israel will return. And we know that in the history books and also in the Old Testament, as we're going to be reading through, this does not literally happen because we know that the 10 tribes in the north have gone into exile. They're not going to be coming back literally. But it also talks about the fact that every single child every single person from the tribes of israel are going to return so how does this how do we understand this right how do we define what is going on here when jesus came he selected 12 disciples to signify the 12 tribes of israel and at the end of his ministry um at the end of his life here on earth he told the disciples to go into the world announce the good news, announce the gospel, and make disciples of every nation. And by that, we know that the lost tribes of Israel are, is not just technically um, referring to the biological people of Israel or the people of Israel by family or by birth or by ancestry. It's talking about every single person that identifies as a child of God. So by adoption, we are all children of Israel. We are the new Israel, in quotes, <laughs> you can add that. And so when it talks about the return of the people of Israel, it's talking about the return of the people of God, the fulfillment of the kingdom of God, the new tribes of Israel, which is the children of God. And so I just think that this is a message of hope to the people of Israel in those days, although um, I beg to differ that they probably did not understand what this prophecy was all about at that time but we reading this now can know and can 
understand what is going on and i think it's just very beautiful how god writes the story because we've been walking with these people and for me i just felt like all this while that i've been reading their stories we've been going from genesis now we are in isaiah going through the kings it just felt like i was reading another person's story because biologically i'm not an israelite <laughs> i'm not from israel and i'm not an israelite so i just didn't feel a connection i didn't quite understand how this affected me you know i felt like an outsider like this was just okay this country and this people god just preferred them over everyone else but now this part of the prophecy connects me with what has been going on since the time of adam and eve because this promise this chosen people this chosen race it doesn't just refer to a group of people, an ethnic tribe, or a people from a particular country, a particular part of the world. It has been extended by the coming of Jesus and by his death and resurrection to every single person that is living on earth. And I think that is so beautiful. Another thing that is beautiful is the prayer of Tobit. So we are rounding up with Tobit today. And after all said and done, after all of the trials that Tobit has been through, his blindness, um, the marriage of his son Tobias and Sarah, and now he's healed and he can see. And one very beautiful thing about the prayer of Tobit is that while all of this is going on, they're still in exile. Tobit is a Jew that is still in exile. So even though all of these good things might have been happening to him, there was still reason for him to be sad. There was still reason for him to doubt. I mean, if God was all-powerful, powerful enough to heal me, why hasn't he fulfilled his promise yet? Why hasn't the prophecies of us coming back to our land been fulfilled? Why are we still living in a foreign country? But I'm just going to read this out. from um, This is from Tobit, chapter 13, verses 6. It says, Turn to him with all your heart and soul. Believe in loyal obedience to him. Then he will turn to you to help you and will no longer hide himself. Remember what God has done for you, and give thanks with all your heart. Praise the righteous Lord, honor the eternal King. Although I live in exile in a foreign land, I will give thanks to the Lord, and will speak of his great strength to a nation of sinners. Turn away from your sins and do what pleases God. Perhaps he will be gracious and show you his mercy. I don't think there's ever going to be a time as long as you breathe, as long as you have life in you, especially on this earth, there's never going to be a time that everything is going to be perfect and exactly the way you want it. Because we humans have an insatiable need. At every step, there's going to be something that you want to get. There's something that you're looking forward to getting. There's going to be obstacles that will be in your way in getting what you want. There is going to be troubles. There's going to be problems. And there's always going to be numerous things to worry about. But what we can learn from Tobit is that despite all of the negativities, all of the bad news happening around us, we can choose to focus on the positives. We can always choose to find, to search for, and to seek the little evidences we have that God is still faithful and God is still present with us. And I think this is really good news for all of us because man this year has been a lot if it hasn't been a lot for you it has been more than a lot for me and although there are so many things going right it is very very tempting to only focus on the things that are going wrong 
but we can learn from Toby today and still praise God and still be grateful and still be thankful and still adore God and still choose to glorify him above our anxieties, above our worries, and above our problems. Because we know that if he could do this, if he could answer this one prayer request, then what is stopping him from answering the rest? That is my message for you today. Be grateful, regardless of what you're being surrounded by. Be grateful, regardless of there's so many questions that you might have going on unanswered. Be grateful for what God has done, because it is in that gratitude that you can find peace and you can find joy and you can find the strength to keep on moving forward. Thank you so much for listening this far to this episode. I hope to see you guys in the next same place. <laughs> I will hope and I will work towards making it at the same time as well. Please have an amazing day.